0: gail trotter a conservative voice for you right inside our nation's capital legal and political analysis gail trotter hear the truth from right inside D.C. it's gail trotter stomping through the swamp for you in heels now the gail trotter show In today's episode, Gail takes you along with her to experience firsthand the massive 2020 March for Life rally in Washington, D.C. on the 47th anniversary of Roe v. Wade. She talks to a wide variety of people to find out where they are from, why they attend, and what message they have for Congress and the Supreme Court. Get ready to join a crowd of over 100,000 people marching to make a stand for life right in D.C., It is my profound honor to be the first president in history to attend the March for Life. We're here for a very simple reason, to defend the right of every child, born and unborn, to fulfill their God-given potential. For 47 years, Americans of all backgrounds have traveled from across the country to stand for life. And today, as President of the United States, I am truly proud to stand with you. Hi,
1: I'm Gail Trotter, host of Right in DC. We decided to come out and see what's going on at the March for Life 2020. Today is Friday, March 24th, and this march has been going on since Roe v. Wade was decided by the United States Supreme Court in 1973. There are hundreds of thousands of people who come out every year to talk about the issue of life and we wanted to come out and talk with some of the people, people from all over the country. They come to Washington, D.C. in the suburbs, they sleep in churches, they try to sleep wherever they can so that they can be here and be part of this. We found out this week that President Trump was speaking. He's the first president to ever address the March for Life in person. And I can tell you that the crowd is very enthusiastic that he's lending his support to this issue. He, I would say, arguably, has been the most pro life president. He has been able to implement regulations at the HHS level. He is, you can hear the crowds going wild. They're so excited about this and he has been a staunch defender of life issues and we're going to talk to a lot of people in the crowd and see what brought them here to march on washington for the life issue would you tell us where you're from
2: we're from baltimore maryland
1: how many people are in your group
2: We're roughly 50 people in our group
1: 50 people mm. yeah and why did you all decide to venture down to washington dc for the march for life
2: We kind of wanted to promote the life that is the basic, um, God has been given to us to promote life in everything, not just the life that's been unborn, but the life existence that's been presently living right now.
1: Have any of you attended the March for Life in past years?
2: This is my six years attending this March for Life.
1: Is there any message that you would want to give Congress or the Supreme Court through your participation today in the March for Life?
2: I would like to invite everybody so please look at the present situation, people are around the world celebrating this eventful March for Life to kind of just end this um, campaign versus Roe, versus Roe versus Wade. And we wanted to pray and encourage everybody to please come and join us in prayer so we can stop this abortion.
1: Thank you very much. Could you tell us why you decided to come for the March for Life?
3: Well, I've been doing this now, going on nine years, and every year it, it's always because we need to make a stand for life. We always need to make a stand for life. Actually above all, we need to make a stand for Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and the, the giver of life. So you know the, the fact that the unborn are at risk, the fact that the elderly are at risk, the fact that marriage is at risk, all the, all the things and the rights of God, we need to stand up for. that's why I'm here. That's why my brothers and sisters are here. It's not just Baltimore, we actually have people who are coming from uh, Delaware, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Northern Virginia, all of us representing an organization called Couples for Christ.
1: And if you could give a message to the Congress and the Supreme Court, what would your message be? Repent and
3: believe in the gospel.
1: Thank you. God bless you all. Hi, thanks so much for speaking with me. Where are you from? Uh, We're coming from Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. And why did you decide to travel all the way to Washington, D.C. today? Well, this is for us our second time coming here. Last year, we have the pleasure to go with another Catholic young adult group. But um, we just believe that we have to defend life no matter what. This is what Christ taught us, and that's what we'll be living. And what does your T-shirt say? Uh, it says Divine Jesus Child Catholic Mission at Duluth, Georgia. Do you feel encouraged to see so many throngs of people here?
4: It takes a lot of courage to speak up to what you believe is right. So I think that's the most important part for everybody being here.
1: I couldn't have said it better. Thank you so much. Thank you. We're walking down Constitution Avenue right now between the Washington Monument and the United States Capitol building. It's fascinating, they've closed down the street because there are so many people walking down here that it takes up the entire birth of the street and its people from as far as the eye can see. It's a fascinating contrast for someone who lives in DC to think about how most days the street is just filled with commuters, many government workers, many lobbyists, many business people, and obviously the tourists. But today, the pro-life movement has claimed Constitution Avenue for its own. And how appropriate, because the Constitution protects life, liberty of the American people. And the people who are here today that we've been talking to want to communicate strongly to the Congress and to the Supreme Court to protect life. You have people from all backgrounds, all religions, even people who are not religious support this message because they understand the value, the dignity, and the worth of human beings, of their fellow human beings, regardless of the age part of development or their capabilities. And it is quite an exciting and energizing experience to be walking down this street with so many people who are aligned in this principle. This is a lively group. They're so excited to be here. They're loving life. They're living their message of love to all people And these are people who are delighted to be together and saying their principles to our legislators, including Congress and the justices of the Supreme Court. And you can see there's a lot of enthusiasm out here today.
2: Uh, Tell us where you're from. Originally from Mexico, I live in Florida, in South Florida. We are here a group of them for life. I'm always being for life and I I love this, to come here every year.
5: So
1: you came all the way from Florida just for the March for Life?
2: Yes, we came for that, and we love it. And how
1: many people are with you? We are 10. 10 people, and if you could give a message to the Congress and to the Supreme Court about life, what would you tell them?
2: Well, to change that, they need to change that law that was unlawful, first of all. With the Supreme Court, and I think it's time for them to end, because life uh, is not up to us. It's up to God.
1: God bless you. Thank you. Thank
2: you, to you. Enjoy Thank you. your day. Yes, I will.
1: <laughs> Hi, where are you from? I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. Is this the first time that you've attended the March for Life? Yes, it is my first time. What inspired you to come today? I'm an advocate for the dignity of human life. And if you could give a message to Congress or to the Supreme Court, what would you tell them? Politicians, please stand by us
5: and please protect the dignity of human life.
3: We came here to protest against the abortion that's going on in America and we wanted to just be active in the community.
1: And what message do you have for Congress
3: or the Supreme Court? Um, To reverse Roe v. Wade and make life precious again.
1: Hi what's your name? My name is Margaret. Margaret, where are you from? From New Jersey. And did you come down just for the March for Life today? Yes, I did. And why did you decide to attend the March for Life? Because we come here every year. How many years have you come? 30. 30? years? How many years have you attended?
5: The? 45. 45.
1: 45 years. I am just amazed. I am in awe and if you could give a message to congress or the supreme court about life what would you tell them
6: whole life is the way to choose okay because babies are people even in the womb they are people small people okay so once the once a baby is in the womb it's a person okay and that's and you need to remember that if you don't remember that then your mother could have aborted you and you wouldn't have been here today.
1: So you've been coming here for 45 years. Do you feel like things have changed in a positive direction over those 45 years? Do you feel encouraged by the throngs of people here? Yes, I think there is an impact, definitely. Thank yes. you so much for your time. God bless you.
6: God bless you
5: too, Thank you. I'm here because I'm promoting my clinic, My Choice Clinic. We're a pro-life center, and we help women find shelter. We help them with resources. Um, We counsel them or we talk to them, helping them, giving them a different option instead of abortion. We give them adoption instead. Are you you
1: local? Are you in D.C. or are you from out of town? New York. From New York. New York City or New New York York City? New York City. And if you could give a message to Congress or the Supreme Court, what would you tell them?
5: Um, that life of a baby is precious, and they're our future, and we have to protect them.
1: And so you see this not as just a legal issue, but something where the community needs to embrace women who are in these situations and give them support?
5: Yes. Um, A lot of support. It's not just about keeping the baby, it's also about helping them, um, educate them, give them resources, um, job placement, things like that.
1: And if people want to learn about your organization, is there somewhere online they can go to find out about you?
5: Yes, they can. We are at www.mychoiceclinic.org or you can follow us on Instagram, my underscore choice underscore clinic. Do you think pro-life is pro-women? Yes, it is pro-women. Everybody, even men, because men suffer of a choice of a woman because it's her body, her choice, and she'll abort her baby without giving him a chance to say, I want to be a father. Thank you so much for your time. You're
1: welcome. Hi, what's your name?
3: Uh, Patrick Sullivan. And
1: where are you from? D.C. Oh, great. So you didn't have to come far to attend the March for Life today. Not at all. Why did you decide to spend your time today at the March for Life?
3: Thank you. Uh I think that this is an issue that affects all of us. Um, you know we're here in particular looking at uh ways to end uh what I think is the social evil of abortion. Uh but that can't be done just with legislation alone. I do believe legislation is important, uh but unless we address the root causes of social sin, uh unfortunately not much is gonna change. So Tell me what your science says. So it says support more adoptions. Um, this is the way. So if anyone is a fan of the Mandalorian, um, they know how how great baby Yoda is. Um, and so we've seen a lot
1: of signs out here about Baby Yoda. Why, why do you think that's resonating with so many people here?
3: People love babies. People love babies. Um, they, they elicit joy and, and laughter and, and they're disarming. So you're, you're saying support more adoptions because you think
1: that could help solve the issue that we face right now? I do believe so, yes. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Hi. What's your name? Ingrid. Where are you from? Fredericksburg, Virginia. So you traveled up here today just for the March for Life? Yes, I actually came up last night and stayed with my friends, and we're really excited to be here today. How many times have you attended, or is this your first time? This is my very first one. Is it what you expected it to be? Uh, Yes, and more, I think. I'm really excited to see the turnout and how peaceful and beautiful it is. Why did you decide to attend? Um, So I've always wanted to come, um, but I was either a student in high school or too young, and this year I could take off from work, and I'm very passionate about the pro-life movement, so I thought that I'd come And show my support. If you could give a message to Congress or the Supreme Court, what would you tell them? Um, To honor and respect life. Thank you so much. What is your name? That's great. My name's Brooke. And where are you from? I'm from D.C. area. And why did you decide to attend the March for Life? Um, I just wanted to show my support for the unborn. Have you attended the March before? I did. I went last year as well. Do you feel encouraged by all the people who are here? Yeah, there's a ton of people and a ton of young people and a ton of women, so that's really encouraging. Do you feel like pro-life is pro-woman? Absolutely. And if you could give a message to Congress or the Supreme Court, what would it be? That the Constitution gives everyone a right to life and that has to start in the womb. Thank you so much. Enjoy your day. Hi, what's your name?
7: My name is Joseph.
1: Joseph, where are you from?
7: I'm from New Jersey.
1: New Jersey, did you come all the way from New Jersey for the March for Life?
7: Yeah, it was a school field trip.
1: And what do you think about being here? What inspired you to be here?
7: I mean, honestly, I came here like to sightsee because I've never been to DC before. And like while I respect like the March for Pro-Life and everything, I'm more pro-choice myself. But yeah.
1: Does it make you pause and think to see so many people who are here supporting the March for Life?
7: No, yeah, it's definitely interesting to see like so many different perspectives, and like I can like have a respectful conversation with somebody that's like doesn't agree with what I agree with, but like, yeah, it's um it's cool seeing a lot of people that think differently.
1: Have you had a chance to talk to anybody else besides the students in your group?
7: Yeah, um, earlier some somebody tried to interview me, and like they were bringing up like a bunch of statistics and stuff. It was it was all right, <laughs> but yeah. Do you like babies? Yeah, I like babies.
1: I like babies, too. I have six. <laughs> At what age are you? I'm 17. You're 17. So do you hope that you'll be politically engaged and uh, try to be involved in the community as you grow
7: up? Um, I'll definitely try to, especially like next year I'm going to be allowed to vote and everything. So.
1: Wow, so that'll be your first big election. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for your time. Hi, where are you from?
4: I'm from New Jersey. A pretty
1: face. And why are you here in D.C.?
4: Well, I wanted to come see the other perspective of pro-life since I'm pro. Well, I have pro-choice views, but I wanted to get like another perspective because I'm really open-minded and see if like they could persuade me to switch sides.
1: And are you surprised to see this many people attending the march for life?
4: Um, yeah, I'm pretty surprised. I didn't realize there was going to be like a big turnout like this. I wasn't really expecting all of this.
1: So this is your first time attending the March for Life? Yes. And have you seen media coverage of the March for Life in prior years?
4: Um, No, not really, actually, yeah.
1: So does it surprise you that this has been going on for over 40 years after the Supreme Court decision in Roe v. Wade, that this many people come and gather together about this issue?
4: Um, No, not really, because people have different views, and people want to protest, like, the— Supreme Court and like the uh, judicial system because it's sometimes not right and people have different views and they have the right to do that. And how old are you? I'm 17.
1: So you're coming up on a big birthday. Are you planning to be involved in your community and politically active?
4: Yes, I'm, I'm going to be politically active.
1: Well thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Hi, what's your name? Um, hi, my name's Elena. And where are you from? Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And why are you here in Washington, D.C. for the March for Life? Um, I came with my youth group. It's my first time. I'm super excited. And was it what you expected it to be? Were you surprised how many people were here? I am so surprised. There are so many people. It's insane. I'm so happy. And if you had the ability to give a message to Congress or the Supreme Court, what would you tell them? Um, We all feel so empowered, and we all feel that the lives of unborn children matter a ton thank you so much enjoy your day Thank you. hi what's your name hi my name's Emily Emily where are you from I'm also from Pittsburgh Pennsylvania and why are you here today for the March for life I'm here because the March for life and pro life is a really important cause for me why is it an important cause for you I think that so many innocent children that deserve to have fulfillful lives don't get that chance because of all of the abortions that happen and if you had the ability to give Congress or the Supreme Court a message what would you tell them I think that we need to lower abortion as soon as we can this is such an important cause and it's really a tragedy for our country thank you so much enjoy your day thank you you too hi what's your name Jeanette and why did you come to the March for Life today
6: well I've never been to this before but I've heard about it and I support I support this rally very much because I think of the sanctity of life is very important and we should do our best to let the our congress and our supreme court and everybody in this country know how important it is. What surprised you most in attending your first march for life? Well, I guess I didn't think there was that the crowds were so would be so big because I figured after so many years of doing this maybe people wouldn't keep doing it all the time.
1: Do you feel like things maybe are changing in recent times compared to prior years and maybe that's part of what's generating such a big crowd this year?
6: Well, the only thing I hope was changing is people's hearts because until people's hearts change, you're never going to change the the laws. And people have to realize that God it has a has in our inside of us, and he wants our hearts to love people and to love unborn children and to try to do our best to preserve life at all costs because that's what's important to me.
1: Are you encouraged to see so many people thronging the streets of Washington D.C.?
6: Yes, I am. I think it's really marvelous to see this many people, uh, and I'm I'm really surprised, and I'm glad I came and saw it. If you could give a message to Congress or to the Supreme Court, what would you say? I'd say they need to listen to their heart. They need to realize what God wants instead of what what they think is going to keep them keeping them in power. But they have to start learning what God wants in the life in the life of this nation, because the nation that believes in God, God will take care of it. Thank you. You're welcome.
1: You can see the throngs of people walking behind me. In the background is the National Archives building where the motto on the National Archives building says, eternal vigilance is the price of liberty. That's also the depository where we keep the most important documents about the founding of this nation, copies of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. When the Supreme Court decided Roe v. Wade in 1973, part of the rationale behind it and by many observers was that they would be able to solve the controversy in the United States about abortion. Well, we now see many, many decades later that that decision by the Supreme Court was only the beginning of the controversy this continues to be one of the top political issues in the country we see this from uh, many different states either passing way more restrictive laws on abortion or on the flip side of that opening up abortion even till after the child is born this is a controversy that is not going away the people who showed up in Washington D.C. today want to make their voices heard to their Congress and to their Supreme Court. We believe that government is of, by, and for the people. And the people who are out here today, you can see the throngs of them walking by. They decided to give up a Friday to come here. Some of them we talked to have been coming for 45 years in order to make their voices heard by the people who say that they represent them. And when over 40 million children have been aborted since the time of Roe v. Wade, we understand that this is a matter of vital and national concern. And we're going to continue on this show to cover the laws that are going on in many states and including an abortion case that's before the Supreme Court this term. We probably won't have a result on that case until June, which is when usually the most controversial opinions are handed down by the Supreme Court. But I will tell you, the energy of this crowd here and the feeling that they have a voice and that they're not going to go away certainly resonates you can hear they are so loud they are making sure that their point of view their respect for life for the dignity of the human being and for their brothers and sisters they are united as one they may have different backgrounds they may be different socioeconomic status they might be different races different genders but they're all here sharing in that idea That the protection of life, the idea that we have created this government to provide for the posterity of our children and our future is something that brings them all together. And we're delighted to be here bringing you here as well. I've finished my first March for Life. I'm standing now between the United States Capitol and the Supreme Court building. You might see in the rock above the entrance to the Supreme Court is carved equal justice under law. And the people who attended this March today would like to send a message to the Supreme Court to assure that they live up to that motto of equal justice under law for all and it has been a very eye-opening experience because you don't see the mainstream media cover the march with the same enthusiasm that they do for many other marches and political protests that we've seen and to see the tremendous number of people who are peaceful and enjoying being together and having the ability to speak out and petition their government. It is very encouraging as an American. And this has been the day of marches and rallies. We started off the beginning of the week in Richmond, Virginia, the rally for the Second Amendment, the Second Amendment of the Bill of Rights of the United States Constitution. We've ended the week attending the March for Life in Washington, D.C. The Supreme Court holds so much power. Remember that there are nine unelected, essentially unaccountable men and women who have been selected to make sure that they provide for the rule of law and make sure that they uphold the Constitution, that they're faithful to the rule of law, that they're independent and fair and being able to participate in the rally today just reminded me how important it is the selection of Supreme Court justices and their ability to put their personal policy preferences aside and make sure that they follow the rule of law. And with the Second Amendment, that was in the actual text of the Bill of Rights of the Constitution. And we saw the Supreme Court in 1973 write a rights to abortion into the, our constitutional law one that wasn't there many liberals would like to airbrush out the rights that are actually in the Constitution and create rights that were not voted on by the people and not expressly in the founding of our nation or in the subsequent decisions that we made politically so we're gonna keep Reporting back about these issues, particularly about the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, politics, law, and the media coverage of politics and law. Thank you so much for joining us in right in D.C. today to learn more about the March for Life.
0: Thanks for listening to the Gale Trotter Show right in DC. Be sure to sign up for her mailing list on her website, GailTrotter.com. And also follow her on Twitter at Gail Trotter, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe now, it's easy. And listen to her show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and other podcast platforms. Thanks for listening. Share the truth. Share the Gail Trotter Show. You can handle the truth.